Hey there, thanks for listening to the Mummy Dearest podcast. If you love this podcast, please consider joining our Patreon. Your donation helps support our show, and in return, we give you four bonus episodes every month. If you can't support the show financially, then we urge you to harass your friends and share the show with them. And please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. It actually really helps us. Without further ado, on to the show. Welcome to the Mummy Dearest Podcast, a podcast where we used to talk about the mummy, but now we talk about other movies too. Welcome back, everybody, to the Mummy Dearest Podcast, where we unwrap pop culture from the 90s, 2000s, and today I'm Zach Mellon. I'm Sloane Steele. And today we're unwrapping America's Sweethearts, the star studded. <laughs> <laughs> America's Sweethearts. It was released July 20th, 2001, which makes it a Leo. No, it's still a Cancer. Okay. A Leo would have been better, but. It has Leo energy. It has like major Leo energy. It's like cuspy. Mm -hmm. Um, The budget was 46 million and it grossed 138 million. So it did make its money back. I saw this in theaters. With who? Your mom? I think it was my dad. Wow, what a fun outing. What about a couple of men just seeing a manly film? And I'm what were we like 13, 14? Like you and your dad were both yeah. 13. <laughs> he was 20, I was 14. <laughs> um the director was Joe Roth. He has literally no other credentials. That's so random. Like okay. maybe some TV shows or documentary, like a weird thing here or there. But the composer, on the other hand, is James Newton Howard, who did Vertical Limit. A Perfect oh. Murder, My Ooh. Best Friend's Wedding, and Pretty Ooh. Woman. Okay, so he has a type and it's Julia Roberts. He has a type and it's Julia Roberts. Okay. Or Chris O'Donnell. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Julia Roberts was 34. Okay. Okay. John Cusack was 35. Okay. Uh, okay. I know. Catherine Zeta-Jones was 32. Wow. Billy Crystal was 24. <laughs> Billy Crystal is 53. Okay. Hank Azaria was 37. Okay. The Tooch was 41. Okay. Christopher Walken was 58. Okay. Seth Green was 27. Mm Mm-hmm. And I have Alan Arkin written down here. Did, was he in this? Yeah, he was the guru <laughs> at the at John Cusack's place with the really long hair. That was Alan Arkin. He was 67. Really? Yeah, I know. It, I I did that math twice because wow. I was like, there's no way that Alan Arkin was that old back then. How old is Alan Arkin right now? 180? I, I think he's dead. No, he's not dead. Oh, did you see my? Did you see that yank out of my? <laughs> Maybe ear? that was Alan Arkin's ghost <laughs> yanking it out of your face. Um, I'm gonna look up Alan Arkin. But what do you? How do you feel about those ages? I mean, as always, I don't know what people are supposed to look like, but I feel. Like it's really hard for me to hear people are in their mid thirties. Arkin's alive. Yeah, yeah. When I'm looking up on a screen and the people appear to be young, but like in their forties, not really in their thirties. I think thirties is like still young. So when they don't look super, super, none of these people looked in their thirties. They looked like in their forties, right? But in a good way. I'm not saying they looked bad. No, they looked great. They looked great. But I, yeah, like if 
if Catherine Zeta-Jones, who I think to be the most beautiful woman that's ever walked this planet, ever said she was 40 in this, I'd be like, okay, yeah. Her face is like the most captivating thing you've ever seen in your in your entire life. That's like an I don't know another word to describe her than captivating because when her when that scene opened on her and Le- at Larry King, yeah. I was like, holy fuck. She's just she's Radiant. she literally takes my breath away. Like that I can't exa- imagine. Yeah. I can't imagine. I can't imagine having that face. Like it made me I walked over to the mirror and I looked at my face and I was like <laughs> I was just like, this is so sad. Like, why does she get to have that face? And I have this face. It's not fair. And the way she moves and speaks. Her voice. Oh, my God. It's so. It's buttery. It's so good. But she doesn't. And it's not try hard. It's just so easy. It's it's so. That's what it is. She has this lazy, effortless beauty. That's just like. There's this scene. So after after she's on Larry King, she goes back to her dressing room. And she is changing. And we see that she has this sheer bodysuit on, mm. tucked into some, like, like really nice mom bootcut jeans from, mm-hmm. like, the 2000s. Mm-hmm. And she throws on this crisp French cuffed dress shirt. Uh. And these, uh. like, square-toed hourglass Ooh. heel boots. Ooh. And that thick belt with the buckle. Oh my god! It, it like Catherine Zeta Jones never met, never met a thick buckle on a on a light wash denim with a with a big belt with a bodysuit tucked into it that she didn't like. That is her look. That that I could feel it in my hands. It was like, I mean, it looks so good on her. It looks so good. Like it's just yes. Like that is Julia Roberts, another great beauty of our time. To some, maybe not to me. I didn't even look at her in this movie because I was like, no. Catherine's here. Well, why would I be looking at you? Seth Green and here. sisters, and sisters. I don't know about that one, y'all. Okay, I but just... like, like were they? They're supposed to be like two years apart in age. Like, what was the story? same parents? I don't. I don't. I didn't buy it. Let me tell you the plot of this movie really oh, quick. Oh yeah, yeah, Simone. yeah. Um, the so the plot of this movie is John Cusack and Catherine Zeta Jones are big Hollywood stars, and they star in all these movies together. They date in real life. Um, they're labeled America's sweethearts. They've got a movie coming out. The director does not want to show anybody the movie until the press junket. So they're going to the desert with all with all of the press. I'm assuming every press there is. They're spending the weekend. Catherine and John Cusack are, are, they're broken up now. And John Cusack's coming from a rehabilitation mental health center. Catherine Zeta-Jones has got a new Spanish boyfriend. And Julia Roberts plays her sister slash personal assistant. Mm -hmm. And Billy Crystal is orchestrating this whole weekend away. They have to, it's a lot of, um, it's very. It's basically what the 2022 Venice Film Festival was based on. <laughs> it was the. It was the plot of of the the the, the behind the making of Don't Worry, Darling. Is Ex- what is it's what literally was. what this was. The whole time I was like, this is exactly what the Venice Film Festival was for us this year. Yeah, a lot of intrigue, a lot of uh, a lot Couples of rumors, and rumors, yeah, fighting, was... coupling, uncoupling. Are they together? Are they getting served divorce papers? Like, what's happening? It was great. I do think this is like an unsung 
comedy. I would say that's very true. Like I, this is probably the second time I've seen this movie, but it felt like very Nora Ephron, very cozy, very nineties. Like you throw it on, you feel good. You're happy to watch it. Nothing. The stakes are zero. Nothing bad's going to happen. You're just going to have a nice gentle time. I wrote down, this is a perfect, like sick nap movie. Oh, a hundred percent. It's a really go in and out. Yeah, if you're, like, sick and you're kind of dozing off a little bit, this is a really good thing to have on. It is really pleasant and nice, and everybody's just doing doing their best job at just playing themselves. Playing them. Every character that you've seen these people as is what they're giving you here. It's the same. It's lovely. It's a lovely little film. That's so true, Sloan. It's like, they probably didn't have to do much for this. Like, they probably just walked in, read the lines. That's it. Like that's literally it. That's did you it. did you notice Stanley Tucci's nod to when Harry met Sally? No. So when Billy Crystal's at the bar, Stanley Tucci walks in and he says to the bartender, "I'll have what he's having." Oh. Which, like, I'm assuming that was a nod to when Harry met Sally. It has to be right. So this Seeing was like wink, wink, wink this, nod, nod. <clears throat> Ooh, bal- balding Tucci. Balding Tucci. He hadn't come to terms. He wasn't he wasn't a fully realized daddy as he is today. This was before he found Italy. So I need more I need more Tooch as like a scary boss in my life. Like I would love like I have a lot of uh fantasies about like hunky actors I like screaming at me and Stanley mm. Tucci is one of them. Like I would love to be on my knees just getting yelled at by Stanley Tucci. Yeah. I don't in know the why. Devil Wears Prada office. I mean, in Italy, on the Amalfi Coast, where he calls you a disgusting size six, he would he would call me a size eight to ten. But okay. yeah, he would be pretty unhappy with me. Got it. Yeah, I would definitely be eating like a chowder, a, a cream based, a corn chowder. Yeah, I would be. Last we've, night, we've got to do Devil Wears Prada sometime. Oh yeah, we podcast. really should. Um, last night I. I think I've spoken this spoken about this on the podcast before, but I rarely have bad breath. I inherited this from my dad. My dad never has bad breath. Last night I'm laying in bed with Paul and he goes, it smells like hot dogs in here. And I said, well, I haven't had any hot dogs. And he like starts sticking me. He goes, well, it's coming from your mouth. And I was like, what do you mean? And he kept insisting that I had hot dog breath to the point where this morning my son says to me, Papa told me you had hot dog breath last night. <laughs> they gossip about you behind your back. Appar- That's my favorite. I love that. Apparently they do. It's like that TikTok where they're like, where people are like, oh, we're so sorry that we made fun of our mom. Like I made fun of my mom with my dad. It's like that. Have you been served that sad TikTok no. about like a woman, a woman's place in the house? Anyway, I don't know what this has to do with the movie other than nothing. Where did that come from? I don't know. I just remember that I had hot dog breath and I wanted to tell you. No one has ever told me that I have bad breath, but I have a crippling fear that I do. You don't look like you have bad breath. No one's ever said it. And I i mean, I have mints all the time. I brush my teeth consistently. You look kind of odorless to me. That's a compliment. Thank you so much. And I believe that to be true. Yeah, I don't think you look like you have much of a scent. I don't. I mean, if you if I if you smelled my crotch right now, mm-hmm. you'd get a you'd get a funk. What kind of smell do you kind of get going in there? Like, what would you liken it to? Just my typical? body never really smells. It's more like, but if I if I skip a shower, my scrotum definitely has a funk. Is it like sharp, a, beefy? It, it's a oh, that's um, 
I would say it's like a like a a a, a beef that's one day expired. Okay, so it's just like a little sour. It's a little. It's like a musky. It's a sharp musk. That's fine. I think. Yeah. I'd rather have a musk. It's the the sourness would put me off, but a musk is fine. It's a sharp musk, and I think that some people like that. They do. But some, I mean, I don't, I don't love it, but I think some people, I'm sure if I went on Craigslist right now and said two day old musky balls for sale, people would be, (laughs) I bet you I'd get a pretty good. Imagine putting an ad up just to kind of see what you would get, just to see what you got. Don't tempt me with a good time and some, and 10 bucks. So speaking of musky balls, let's talk about John Cusack. Billy Crystal. Okay. (laughs) Hank Azaria. (laughs) Um, John Cusack, where did we go wrong? (laughs) Why did we, Zach and I talked about this briefly last night, but why did we agree to let him be a leading man in the 90s of so many rom-coms? Rom-coms, identity, this movie, yeah, I... He has range, I'll give him that. Like, he's been in a lot of different things. Is he mildly handsome? I'd say so. He looks to me like a college professor that you're like, oh, Mm -hmm. Professor Cusack is really cute, but, like, you don't really, like, you don't go gaga for him. You're just like, oh, he's, like, a good-looking guy. He smells like coffee and, like, maybe, like, old books and, Mm -hmm. like, but he has coffee breath, I fear. Major coffee breath, yeah. Yeah, so it's, like, that's kind of yucky. It is strange to me. I don't know why... And then he just stopped being like when as a society, I don't know. He's always on Twitter, like very mad. My friend Becca met him in Argentina and she said that it was an interesting okay. it was an interesting time. I'll have to get her on here to tell you the story of John Cusack, but he just seems it's kind just... of like a a dick. Sloan and I watched Sloan and I were on Jesse Shambliss's podcast last year where we had to watch Oh my god. God. A movie with Hillary Duff and John Cusack, and that was really weird. John Cusack puts his hand down Hillary Duff's pants to yep. fish out a scorpion. That was weird. That, that remained on my <laughs> letterboxed most obscure films of of life. Like I, that was when I weird. logged it in, it was like obscure film alert. They were like, "Whoa, no one's ever seen Whoa, this alert." First person to ever watch this. I would just like, I would just like to know how John Cusack picks his roles because they're just so scattered seeming. It's so scattered. Yeah. It's like, doesn't, it's, there's no rhyme or reason. I, and like, and so he, he scored Catherine Zeta Jones in this movie, which is yeah. mismatch. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and like Julia Roberts' character is like, obsessed with it like fawning over him but she has like that syndrome where she grew up a little overweight in this movie she's overweight before (laughs) we meet her (laughs) she's overweight before we meet her and when we meet her she's apparently has lost 60 pounds but i mean you know when you're very self-conscious whether you're overweight or not and you just feel like nobody loves you so you just develop these like huge crushes uh yeah sure do and then it's weird like you're yeah. like yeah it just gets weird i i'm saying i'm guilty of this myself i'm just saying like it's it's when you feel like no one has a crush on you so you just start developing like obsessive crushes on others i was 
I, I like miss having crushes, which I think is <laughs> why too. I would love a crush right now. Well, I, the internet is now giving me a crush and I feel like I'm happy about it because I'm like, wow, I haven't felt a crush in so long. And it makes me feel like a little kid again, which is so mm. nice. But like, I, I have realized I'm like, oh, wait, wait, wait. I've become like weirdly like this is, I need to stop. It has to stop. It needs to end. Like a crush it's- is fine for a little bit, but then you get a little freaky and it's like, you're sending them panties and the mail and stalking you do them. Get, yeah. <clears throat> you do get freaky. Yeah. But I just feel like in this movie, it's sort of like just glazed over that She's Julia obsessed. Roberts is like, I'm <laughs> blessed. That you. was the first time I've ever sneezed on this podcast, I think. <laughs> okay, so I feel like in this movie, they like kind of gloss over the fact that it's really fucked up that Julia Roberts wants her ex-brother-in-law. I think it's really strange that she made out with him like it, while they were married. And we really are fucked up. And like the fat suit that she. <laughs> Listen, I have been, as you guys know, I've been rewatching Friends, and the amount of like fat suit work that they put Monica in, I know, is like mind boggling. It's crazy, and like oh it's my she's a clown. Lord. She's a clown. She's a fat little clown, yeah. and like all they do is talk about how she used to be fat. Like the fat jokes are crazy. Like Hurricane Gloria didn't break the swing, Monica did. Oh my god! Like, why are they so mean to fat people? Why are we so cruel? I I don't know. What don't it know. like? It's so mean. We're mean to addicts in general, and I think that if you're if you're like very obese, it's because you have a food addiction. Like, but like on intervention, we've never seen someone with like a binge eating disorder. We've only seen people. I wouldn't be able to watch that, to be honest. Like. I'm a binge eater myself, but I can't watch other people do gluttonous things. It it really freaks me out. It is really hard to watch that. I mean, it's it, for some reason it is harder to watch that than maybe because we identify with it. So it's harder maybe. on us than like watching someone do heroin or drink a ton of alcohol or drink a ton of mouthwash. Or suck in some air duster. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, I could watch that all day with some popcorn. But <laughs> right. if it was binge eating, I do feel like I would be like, oh, I can't look at that. It's true. The binge eating scenes in The Whale like were making me very uncomfortable. I but, re- honestly, but it's a disease though. The same as alcoholism. It's a mental disorder. Like yeah. you're, you're literally, yeah, you're... So why do we treat it like it's not? Why do we treat it like it's a matter of willpower? It's not a matter of willpower. In a sense, it it is all a matter. Are you saying addiction's not real? Is that what you, you oh. Zach Mellon, are saying today on Mummy Dearest Podcast, February 9th, 2023? February 9th at 9.49 a.m. But no, I think that, like, you and I know, Do would you say you have a food addiction? Um, I would say... I am overcoming it. So I feel like because I am exhibiting willpower at this point that I don't have a an addiction. Does that okay. make sense? Yes. I think about food every second of the day. Me so too. in that way, but I think about food in terms of like what I am and, and am not eating. And I'm trying to I'm trying to get over that, but like as Zach knows, I'm using my fitness pal to like track my calories right now because same. And I know a lot of people are like, don't do that disordered eating, do intuitive eating. If you have struggled with an eating disorder in the past, intuitive eating I find very difficult to do. And I have to see 
intuitive eating is just eating when you're hungry. I am always hungry, so I can't eat intuitively. mentally. Yeah, mentally, I'm always hungry. Yeah, like I don't think people. Yeah, there are, but to be honest with you, I would say like the majority of people become mentally hungry. Yeah, like when it's lunchtime at work, am, is my stomach growling? No, no, but I cannot wait to get into that lunchroom and eat my lunch. It's like I just, all I think about. I just love. I love the sensuality of food. I love the act of of gathering my food. I love putting my food on a plate. I just love food like so much. Me too. And my friends and I have created this really toxic environment where when we're together, it's food. We're eating. Yeah. But Luckily, we're doing it together. We're like dieting together. So it's working. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I mean, you really do. If you have a problem with like willpower, self-control, you have to have like an accountability buddy. Like you have to have somebody to help you. I mean, my fitness pal helps me. The problem is, is like, I don't care. Like if my friend found out that I like had two McDonald's meals in one sitting and she was like, you're fat. I told you not to do that. But I would be like, I don't care. Like I'm like yeah. really bad like that. Like it's so bad. Like I don't like people holding me accountable doesn't work. What works for you? My own shame. <laughs> okay, perfect. No, I don't know. Honestly, it's like because I'll go a whole year without dieting and I'll be like, eh. I'm really trying to, and every day I have been like I've been doing that lucky girl thing where I wake up and I say I'm the luckiest girl in the world. Now that I'm on my fitness journey part 47, mm-hmm. I'm like waking up every day and I'm like, I get to use my body today. I get to eat whole, nutritious, healthy foods today. And that's been like super easy to do. And it's been, it's really just it felt easy this time. Your mind is just a very powerful tool. So if you're making it miserable for yourself, you're going to be fucking miserable. But if you're like, no, these foods actually like don't make me feel good when I eat them, then you won't want them. If you're putting like nutritious stuff that feels good in your body and you're like, I'm powering up my body so that I can like play soccer with my kid or I can like, you know, sit on a yoga mat and scroll on TikTok instead of doing my yoga, like that feels better and good. How did we it get It does here? feel, no, it, because Julie Roberts. Oh, right, right, right. But right. it does feel good. It does. You're right. Because if I slip up and have something like really bad and I feel disgusting the next day, I'm like, why do we do this to ourselves? It's not even but like I mentally feel disgusting. I physically don't physically, feel good. I feel like the acid I'm reflux is like, yeah. It's like, it's no, like but, makes no sense why we do it. But you also do need to give yourself like leeway. Sure. Like, you'll never be successful if you're just like, I'll never have a cheeseburger again. Like, no, 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 100%. But like, maybe for me, like, I've been eating super, super clean. And I was like, well, I'm going to make this like chicken enchilada, like, layer yes. thing for dinner. And I'm like, okay, yeah. well, I'm going to have like a little bit of that, but I'm still using like organic, whole food ingredients. Oh, yeah. But like, I'm using like enchilada sauce and there's cheese on it. And I put like yeah. a little sour cream and guacamole. And it's like, I'm not eating just salads. Like, I'm not eating boiled chicken breast. I'm eating actual food. I'm just trying to be like, if okay, I can. struggles here, sorry. I about highly, this. no, I highly recommend you download my fitness pal. Yes. It's just I, really, it's helpful to know what you're doing. You become so self aware of like the food that you're, because if you're not using my fitness pal and you're not thinking about food, it is insane the amount of calories that I would ingest. Like, I mean, if I walked by my cupboard, I would like reach in for like a chip, but like a chip every, like one chip every 30 minutes, like it really adds up. It's crazy. 
I would walk by my pantry and just open up like the tin of like Malamar cookies and just pop one in. And then like at the end of the day, I'm like, I just had 500 calories worth of cookies. It's just good to know what you're doing. Like it's just, (laughs) oh, I would easily, I'm not kidding you guys. I'd probably like now that I've been tracking how much food I eat and I'm eating like a lot of food still. And I'm at like 1300, 1400 calories a day. I'm like shocked to think about the food I would have to log if I was eating like normal way I eat, I would easily be at over 3000 calories a day. No, uh, no problem. Totally. It's no problem. so it's crazy. crazy. If I had like two sittings of fries in one day, I would be like, that was bad, but it is what it is. No, but that's like 1800 calories. It's so bad. Like if I had lunch and had fries and then like I was out to dinner and I'd be like, I'm going to get fries. I know. It's like crazy when two you think about sittings of fries a day. No, it's crazy when you think about what you're putting in your body. I'm just trying to fuel myself better. Like, I do hate watching. I just hate watching all of these, like, 90s movies where or shows where someone's lost weight and it's, like, really celebrated because now they're hot and skinny. And, like, I'm just trying not to have that mentality anymore. Also, like, Julia Roberts, listen, I've lost. I've lost 40 pounds before. That can come right back on. Right back. I did it too, Zachy. Before you know it. Like, and her too. sitting in that, and like when you do lose a lot of weight, you do feel like you can cheat more. Oh, yeah. And like you can, like as long as you maintain your, like whatever. But the way that she's binge eating that breakfast at the end, I was like, oh my God, that's, there goes that weight and loss. Billy, and Billy Crystal's like, oh, here's the buffet. So mean. He says that, but he honestly, they are like nice to her about like, doesn't John Cusack? He's like, I never thought you needed to lose weight. He was like, I just always thought you were really beautiful and special, which is like so sweet. I love though when um Billy Crystal comes into Catherine Zeta Jones's house and he's like, You look different. Did you get your hair done? Did you do this? And Catherine Zeta Jones looks at her, she goes, She lost 60 pounds. <laughs> her character in this is amazing. Perfect. Her character in this is so like she's the kind of mean girl in high school who is like somehow like also a little bit nice but then you're like Lovable. oh no wait i i was tricked she's a horrible person but she doesn't mean to be no the end she's there just were, so pretty she's like trying to make everyone love her like and she's like we're getting back together <laughs> <laughs> you guys guess what i really also like had issue with hank azaria's character in this film oh. Because it was just Agador Spartacus from Birdcage. Like it was. Why was he not you pussy pancake? You pussy boy. Pussy boy. Pussy boy. You little pussy boy. You little pussy pancake. You little pussy boy. <laughs> it was like not sexy, and he can be sexy, but like that was not sexy. No, it wasn't sexy. I think that was maybe the point. I don't know. Like it was. Really weird. He was like, we are going to the yunket. <laughs> yunket. Like, would this ever happen where you have all the members of the press staying in one hotel with all of your I was really actors? wondering that. I was wondering that, but I mean that is what happens at film festivals. Like that oh, yeah, I just don't right. know if they would go for one movie. Like I mean, I guess I, if it was like what if it was like Avatar? This was supposed to be like an Avatar level thing. Probably I guess, yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe like if it were like the like a new Star Wars movie or like something like that, and like it was like a star-studded cast and mm. 
Yeah, maybe you're right. I okay. do. I like loved the spoof movies that they were doing at the beginning. Oh my god, I love. I live for a spoof movie. I love a movie. What movies in movies are always so bad, but it's so weird that everyone in the movie like loves this movie. It's just so weird. I love that. Like in Tropic Thunder, I love all the yeah. previews before Tropic. We should do Tropic <laughs> Thunder on here. Should we, or is it troublesome? I think we can definitely do Tropic Thunder. Enough time. We don't has usually passed. talk about anything that's like troublesome, or I know. I think it's our time to really come out of our shells and maybe be a little problematic. Tropic Thunder was. Re- I saw it in the theater once, and I thought it was so funny, and I don't remember anything about it. I have seen that movie multiple times, and I think it's like funnier and funnier each time I watch it. It's it, that is like a classic comedy. It really is. I feel like it doesn't get enough attention for some weird reason. That was the last time. I really think we should talk about this movie. I really think we need to do Tropic Thunder. It could be part of our summer series. Uh, That's actually a really good summer movie. It's a great summer movie. All right, let's do it. Now's about the time where we start like amping up our summer. (laughs) (laughs) And then do none of that. Nothing. We do nothing. Not a one. Not a you guys won't get one. You guys, every time like we like try to amp up some sort of like series or like whatever it net one of us always gets tuberculosis <laughs> like rex's school shuts down for six weeks it's like insane <laughs> like something horrible always happens that makes us not be oh able to record God. it's so true what what is that about us? i don't, I don't know understand it's it. very oh. weird okay. okay also oh i forgot to mention that she puts on a red leather trench coat over that outfit with the <laughs> Her outfits were so... The outfits were great in this film. They the really, red dress reveal? Oh, my God. It's I really... The way she treats her... The way Catherine Zeta-Jones treats her sister is so mean. It's really mean, but it's so funny. It really... I mean, when you look like Catherine Zeta-Jones, you can kind of do whatever the fuck you want. That's my sister. That's me and my sister's relationship. Which one are you? I think you know that I'm Catherine Zeta-Jones. Yeah, I do know that. We used to, my mom used to make us clean the playroom and I you were, would. You were management? I was delegating, yeah. I'd close the door and then like I would just delegate and my sister would do everything I said. And then we'd come out and I'd be like, I did it, mom. And she'd be like, oh, you're such a good boy. And then she was like really mean to your sister. She'd be <laughs> like, mm, this is out of place. Try again. It was just crazy. Like, I would so love bad. to have a little girl. So I used to I meet my sister, Neil. Like, get on her hands and knees so I could sit on her back like a chair. <laughs> you should do that right now. Bring her in here. <laughs> I just would be like, I would like maybe get on her hands and knees and I just like, I need to sit down. Can you please kneel? <laughs> God, what's wrong with it's you? Really bad. <laughs> I'm going to do that to Paige. She's coming over tonight and I'm going to, I'm going to bully her a little bit. I love to bully her. She doesn't like it, but I love to do She's it. She's a little Pisces. She like I know she can't she, handle it. No, I know it's tough. They get we get so really fun. we take it very personally. Um, I know. I'm like I'm just being mean to you for my own fun. It has nothing to do with who <laughs> it has you nothing are. Nothing to person. do with you, you idiot. <laughs> yeah, I'm like this has nothing to do with you. I'm bullying you for my own entertainment. Like I don't care about you, you stupid idiot. Um, I love she, you. Let me bully you. She has her normal teeth in this movie, Catherine. I Did know. you notice? I know. I saw that. People it. used to look normal back then. That's the thing. Like she looks so normal and na- they all look very normal and natural. Billy, listen. I know that men have a much different like situation in Hollywood, but like they wouldn't have hired Billy Crystal in this role today. 
today like they wouldn't hire a little man with like a little belly and like balding and like no. they just wouldn't have done that it would be today it would be a gay man or a black woman a hundred <laughs> a hundred thousand percent a gay asian man a thousand would be, million percent it would absolutely be it'd be like bowen yang it, it wouldn't be Bo and Yang. No, Sloan, that's exactly who it would be. It would be Bo and Yang. Let's recast America's Sweethearts today. It would be Anne Hathaway. Okay, and that's already inspired casting. Are you going to say Jake Gyllenhaal? Oh, that's a really... I wasn't going to, but that's probably who they would cast. Okay. I'm feeling like this isn't right because of the way that they look, but I'm thinking like a Florence Pugh, because it has to be all like A-listers. You're right. I was going to say, like, Emma Stone. Oh, Emma Stone's a really good call. Emma Stone, Anne like, Hathaway. Yeah. And then who would be, like, the main guy? It'd have to be a person of color. Who, which one? You mean, like, the John Cusack? Yeah, John Cusack's role. John it'd, Cusack. It'd be the rock. <laughs> it sadly, probably would be. Honestly, or, like, um, it. It, like, it should be a person of color, but do you think that it would be? Um, really? I'm trying to think of, like, who it could be. It would probably be like Chris Pine. Oh my God, it would be Chris Pine. You're right. You're so you're so good at casting. It's like insane. But here's the thing though. That's wow. probably true. But the thing is, is that all those people are so much older than these people. I know. In real like at this time. And like That's because true. like Anne Hathaway has to be 40. Yeah. Ish. Yeah. I mean, I guess what's I guess um Emma Stone's like our age around. But then Who? like who could play Christopher Walken's character? It would probably just be Christopher Walken. I was going to say the same thing. I don't know if, yeah, like, I think it would just be him. Reprising his role. Or it would be, like, Chris Pine in a different character. <laughs> in a wig? <laughs> no, his regular hair. Does he still have that long hair? I don't know. I hope not. Ooh. Oh, my God. You know how they would actually cast this? Speaking of Chris Pine, they would put Gal Gadot in this, for sure. That's... I know. What did I just hear about Gal Gadot? That she was, like, a horrible person? Did you really hear that? I did. Did you? Are you making fun of me? No, I'm asking if that's what you heard. Oh, I heard that there was something, yeah, that she was actually, like, a really bad person, and maybe she was a Trumper or something. <laughs> She's She can't even vote here, can she? I don't know. I don't... I Listen, that is alleged. I just heard that... I read something that said that she was part of some sort of group of people that are, like, not good. But, um... <laughs> We did get a, uh, oh, I do love when she says that she lost 60 pounds and Billy Crystal says, that's a Backstreet Boy. <laughs> um, Billy Crystal is always going to come through with his little lines. He's always going to be funny. How about, okay, we get a Doberman trope. Yes, we, we haven't like really the, seen too many of those. No, we get like the 90s Doberman trope where like if you were wealthy, you had a Doberman and you would I had train two. them to be mean. I yeah, had two like, Dobermans. Were they mean? Uh, Their names were Mars and Storm. That's so Doberman. I had nothing to do with this. It was my stepdad's doing. But the other thing is, is that they, I want to talk about the bestiality in this film. I okay. want to talk about. Let's, let's get into it. There's a scene where Billy Crystal is alone in like Catherine Zeta-Jones's house. And obviously if you have a Doberman in a movie, there is going to be a moment where someone who doesn't know the Dobermans is going to be uncomfortable in the room with the Dobermans. That's yes. just, it's going to happen in any movie. Um, but in this movie, the Doberman is relentlessly giving Billy Crystal a blowjob. Mm -hmm. And I want to know, not that I know, I don't want to know, I know it happened. They must have just put peanut butter or something or like food in his crotch. 
that's to make the dog do this. Not right. And what I so then I'm thinking I'm like, well, it's not CGI. Like it, this is like actually happening. So like, yeah, that happened. So, In the same sense that when we watched Thirteen and they were 15 years old making out with that 30 year old actor, mm-hmm. it happened. Yeah, Billy Crystal let a dog just relentlessly lick his crotch. And he says, and he goes a little to the left. <laughs> There's tongue's a tongue. <laughs> a tongue's, at the end of the day, a tongue is a tongue. And like, can you hook up with your dog? I don't know. Is that... It's not weird if it's your dog. It's your dog. It's like, that's, that's the... fine. It's your that's dog. Fine. It's... I just like, am not attracted to my dog. I don't think he's particularly Well, sexy. your dog is such a dork. <laughs> That's true. My dog is so dorky and like your dog so is so, slow. Last night on Facetime showed me her dog's loose skin. Oh my god! You guys, that yeah. dog is not right. There's something. <laughs> no, I'm not like, inbred listen, like a thousand. They all times. have scruffs. Like they all have like scruffs that you can lift them up with, like as puppies and stuff. But this, she was basically like lying in bed under a flap of skin. I could literally pick up his skin and put it over my hand like a glove. She's not. Jo- she's not. No, exaggerating. I'm, not, I'm not exaggerating. I will. I mean, if you guys want me to put this on Patreon, I will. Is he gonna grow into that skin, or is he done? He's gonna fill out a little bit more, but no, that's that just his crazy. skin. I was shocked, I you guys. Zach was really uncomfortable. Anyway. We had a nice. We had a nice FaceTime last night. Uh, Zach got to talk to Paul. Yeah, I did. I Paul's always like somewhere else, and I always am like, is he cheating? Like, where is he? He's always here. He's just. He's around. He's around. We we get into bed and at Sloan's that time been buying Paul Buck Mason clothes. I don't know why that's so bad. It's just like not good. <laughs> I don't know anything about that brand. Like what is that you brand? You just see it on Instagram or Facebook? No, my brother-in-law started buying oh, them right. and it looked like they looked like nice clothes and I went in and I just bought them. They look like nice quality basics, but every time I buy Paul something from Buck Mason, he makes me return it every time. It's just the name, too. It's like Buck Mason, like, just because you live in the South. The name's not great. I'll give you that. But I do have my own gray t-shirt from Buck Mason. and um, They sell women's clothes? Yeah, it's like unisex. Oh, okay. Well, it's not unisex. They sell women's clothes, so I don't... But it's just like, it's the same on both sides of the... Does Paul like Uniqlo? No, we're not a Uniqlo family. I don't have... There isn't really one close to me. I mean, there's one, like, 45 minutes away, but I... I would become one if if I was near one. If, if I was like cl- like very close to one, I think I'd become one. My sister has great from living in New York. She has great basics from them. Yeah, it's it's literally a store of just basics, and like there's nothing wrong with that. Um, right, great. We have to talk about square toed hourglass heel shoes. I don't know what you mean by hourglass heel. I know what you mean by square toed. Okay. Hold Zach on. is sketching. He's becoming the next Christian Louboutin right before the our very heel eyes. Looks like that. Okay. So he, yeah, 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 yeah. He's talking about. I mean, yeah, it is like a. It's like a a chunky flared heel. It's flare. It's thin in the middle. Yeah, it's like an hourglass. I <laughs> I thought you meant like it was going to be bubble, little middle bubble. Oh no! I mean, yeah, it's just like. Yeah, that that shape is coming back, unfortunately, I and I think it I looks like a like just. I think it looks like a court jester shoe. It when it's when it's that shape heel plus a point, that's it's where it gets rocky. It gets a little jestery for me. But if I saw somebody wearing the boots that Catherine Zeta Jones had on, like if I saw that outfit in public today, I'd be like, "That's fucking brave and beautiful." 
oh, when I see like the young Gen X girlies wearing like full on 90s outfits or 2000s outfits, I'm like, slay mama boots out. When down. I see a two inch like mule with Zach, like a mom jean and a sock. Zach, <laughs> I have a pair of mules in my shopping cart right now. They're Get literally them. Western mules. Get and them. I'm like, what <gasps> my mom had. A plethora of Western mules. I mean, mine. The mule cowboy boot. Uh, That's what I'm looking at. I'm like, can I do this? My mom still has some of hers, and I'm like, you just gave me full body chills. I forgot uh, completely about that. My mom had like multiple versions of these that she'd wear with like her mom jeans. Nothing says Kirstie Alleycore like a white button down, a mom jean, and a Western mule. Are you kidding me? And a fluffy blowout? Like, are you joking? I'm hard. A mocha lipstick? Like, what? A woven leather, like, satchel bag? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding A black, a black nameless brand sunglass? Like, a, See, like an this oval? this is the thing. So This good. is the thing. These Gen Z girlies, they think they want to go 90s. They don't know the truth. You don't even know the truth. You don't even know the truth. You're not Until ready I for see that. you, until I see you in a menswear-inspired silk blouse, <laughs> tucked into light-washed straight-leg mom jeans with a Western mule. That's literally going to be me, like, all spring. That's like, going to be my spring really look. really good in that, Sloan. Thank you so much. I really do think you I You look need to really enter. good in a tucked-in. When you have a tucked-in, it looks really good. Thanks. I think I am gonna go back. Like I always try to like be like, what's my style? Am I am I wacky? Am I colorful? It's like no, I'm a, I'm no, a '90s mom. I'm you're just a '90s a... mom. You know what you should do is J- I don't know if they still sell them, but J Crew sells like really basic boyfriend tees for men. Mm-hmm. But I think that you should buy some and tuck them into mom jeans. Okay, I'm in. Seeing you in like a baggy T-shirt tucked into a mom jean would be a dream. I'll give it to you with my little mules. With a Western mule. Because here's the thing. The proportions have to be boxy and then balloony and then pointy. It's true. No, I know and exactly head, what you mean. rounded. <laughs> it's a round box. How many felt, points. how many like felt hats did your mom have? Like for the my, rain? My mom was not a hat girly okay. ever. She was not a hat girly because that blowout. Are you kidding me? That blowout she worked on every day okay. with the Velcro rollers. Yes. Like, oh no, God. she's not going to put that underneath a fucking hat. Are you joking? That makes sense. My mom had a lot of like, uh, is it, are they felt? Is that the word I'm looking for? That's like the only fabric. What kind of, use. describe the style of the hat. It was just a, it was like a round topped hat with a big brim. And it was like, a, it looked like felty or maybe yeah. wool or something. Yeah, like, I think it's like a wool or felt hat for sure. And she would just wear it in the rain and it would become like this like floppy trench coaty look. Oh my God, cute. No, we didn't really have that kind of thing because we were in Miami. So we didn't the weather's really have a little different. Yeah, It's rainy, but it was rainy. For but... like 10 minutes. I just like really wish, I'm going to like go look through like all my mom's like 90s outfits and just kind of like. Just try to re recreate them because they were all so oh good. God, she really had do. she had money in the early 90s. And my dad loved for her to just like he loved to dress her up like a little doll. So she was just like shopping every day. I know my dad has he still does. He so. still does. He still does. He would he love like, to dress his little girl Sloney up like a little doll. No, every time my dad takes me shopping, I end up looking like I had a Chico's day. It's not good. <laughs> it's really bad. It's really, really bad. 
which you think would be good for me, but I'm not, I'm not there yet. (laughs) I'm not ready for like, like all loose layers yet. (laughs) He's like, I, he's like, I, we have this really good store here in Palm Springs. It's called Eileen Fisher. (laughs) (laughs) My dad would love to take me for a spin through Eileen Fisher. Just layers upon layers of brown V-necks, brown (laughs) V-neck tunics with a, a long brown kind of, uh, but a tight coat. forearm a tight forearm oh, of course well you have to have a tight forearm to show off the the cuffs all the cuffs you're wearing all the bangles <laughs> Lin- really wide leg linen like cropped pants oh my god why are they and they're cropped at like the weirdest part of your leg and you're wearing cool. dance clothes oh and a lot of your movement is like it's a lot of like angular you kind of look like a coco pelly like you know the the ancient so, sort of as why are they moving picture. why are they moving <laughs> i don't know i can't explain what i'm doing why are they moving like that <laughs> sloan <laughs> it's just you point one arm down and the other arm is up at an angle and it's sort of like you're shooting an invisible <laughs> arrow and your legs are like in a very jaunty jump because <laughs> you need to show off all of the all of the layers <laughs> you're so right why are they doing that i don't know because you can't stand straight and photograph that if you're in an eileen fisher store all the customers are doing that they're all doing like jellical cat moves because if you stand straight and take a picture of an eileen fisher outfit you can't appreciate the amount of layers that are. I'm happening. so mad at you. <laughs> I can't believe that. Oh my god! I'm well, so I had like a I had a district manager at Nordstrom, who was always head to toe in Eileen Fisher, and she would move like that. You have no choice. <laughs> you also have to like kind of you have so much stuff on you and jewels <laughs> and and statement long statement necklaces that you have you have to move it out of the way while you're talking. Her you name was to- Tanya. Of course it was. Of course it was. Why are, oh why are some of us like this? Am I going to enter that phase of life? <laughs> I don't know. We're like, maybe you should have been an art teacher. Like, Yeah. It's like, what is like, what is happening here? It's like a late in oh life God. divorcee art teacher. It's like so weird. You guys, I can't get it together. That was really crazy. I'm sorry. That was triggering. <laughs> All right. Anyway. For a lot of us. Okay. That was a long tangent. Okay. We let's finish this up. Let's okay. wrap this up. Um, okay. The jerking off bit. Um, yeah. So John Cusack is spying on Catherine Zeta Jones and he goes outside of her villa. Well, he thinks he sees Catherine, but he really sees it's Julia. Julia. And the press finds him. he gets stuck by a cactus, cactus hygiene. He climbs, he climbs up on the fence to uh-huh. see to to peep. And then he falls into a cactus, which goes right into his scrotum. And um, the camera catches him picking needles out of his balls. And he's so from behind, it looks like he's jerking off. And he's also like yelling, like in pain. But it sounds like painful pleasure. Oh, I don't know why. No one would jerk off and make those noises. Like if you were trying, well, if you were trying to sneak, yeah. Imagine like the whole time you're jerking off, you're just like screaming. Um, Why do you you guys have to jerk off so much? You know what, though, into your thirties, you kind of don't. Like I think you still do have to, but like it's not as. I remember in my twenties, it was like rampant. Like it was just like yada. Wow. Now I know, but like now I don't. I can go like I can go days and days and days and be like, oh. 
forgot. Like, oh, haven't done that. Huh. Or I'm just depressed and have no sex drive. Well, I think also, like, we probably have gotten a little bit older and you're probably like, I don't know, I'm putting words in your mouth, but porn is just, like, disgusting now. I don't watch porn when I do it. You just think about... Oscar I just Isaacs sit there or... in silence in the in the pitch dark. You don't think about anything. You just sit there. I just don't. I mean, sometimes I'll like I watch porn, but like very, I really don't. There's nothing about like oiled, hairless, like <laughs> c- like actors that get me going. Like it's just like it's not. My what if vibe. you could watch a John Cusack fuck video julia roberts in a fat suit fuck video yeah what if you could watch yeah of course what if you could watch Catherine zeta jones pleasure herself in a bathtub filled with rose petals and milk and now i'd love to see it so now i'd like to see like her now i would see her when she's 80 i don't care oh my god i need to to hug her i know i understand that when they gave us that dance sequence of her when she was that's what i was gonna say she gave us like chicago core she sure did, baby, and we love to see it. She was like, oh, I've got a wig. She's like, you guys, I'm going to put on my tap shoes in this movie. I don't know when we could use it, but you're going to have the footage. She's like, I'm getting my wig from home. Don't even give me a new one. Catherine Zeta-Jones, what if you could go to her house and watch her in her music studio doing a little tap dance just for fun, just for a little warm up? Am I eating Fritos? You're eating Fritos and she's just got on, she's got on ballet tights. She's got on a leotard. She's got a sweater around her waist and her hair is down, but she's starting to do her tap routine. And she's just like kind of very casually like holding her own hair up and like looking in the mirror. And like her little baby hair. Like little hairs are falling down like that. And she's just like no makeup. And it's light dancing because she's getting older. So she's kind of just like a one and a two Two and and a three and five, six, seven, eight. And she's like tucking in her like stomach and like going, she's like doing like her, her, she's just doing, you know what I'm talking about? She's kind of like pushing in and out. Just Uh very slow, very slow. I would just love to see that happen. I'd love to see it. I'd love to see her sweat. Her glisten. She doesn't sweat. She glistens. Ah, um, she's so hot. <clears throat> um. Ugh. Okay, we get the red dress. Move. Would we be at this junket? Would we be press junketing? I would be there with Mummy I think Dearest you and podcast. I would, um, yeah, like we're here with the Mummy Dearest podcast. Based on our interview skills that I listened to yesterday, I wouldn't be there, but I think you could do it for sure. Thank you so much. <laughs> You're a really good interviewer. I am not at all. That's I. I, I disagree. I'm more of a conversationalist. I feel like you are better at asking questions. I'm just a fake ass bitch. But I'm a fake ass bitch too. So does it make any sense why I can't be better at being fake? You're like horny though. You're like, ooga. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, that's true. So there that's were so happens. many times during the interview I was editing where I had to turn down my volume, my like on me, because I'm literally screaming. It was exciting. We're we're referencing our Jesse Bradford interview, and it was just really exciting for us. It was so he was so cute. Go listen to it if you haven't listened to it. Um, um, I think we're almost done. But I think, uh, well, Seth Green gets nailed in the head with a golf ball for no reason, and I thought it was so funny. Seth Green, let's land here for a minute. He was in everything in the nineties. We really. We really he was everywhere. Him. I liked him in this. He was very funny. He was like a gay little assistant. He was fine, but it's like, why was he the chosen one? How does Hollywood? That's pick a really who... good question. Does, That's a really good question. Pick? How do they decide? How does it pick? Like how do I they could do what he out? does. Yeah, easily. 
I have got to have sex tonight. <laughs> I have got to have sex tonight. It's the bomb. Um, it's no, a, oh my him. god, I forgot about that. It's the bomb. <laughs> um, <laughs> you always do it like scuttle. <laughs> <laughs> um no i don't you're right i don't know how we how hollywood was like that's the guy we need in about 15 movies between so weird we we're just talking about this in 91 i mean did we talk about this yesterday with pedro pascal we're like why is he being pushed on us like this yeah i don't know where he's co- where did he come from i don't know from chile a chili's is he from chile he is from chile oh wow I didn't chile know he's chilean yeah, and it's like I don't really understand how they just decide like this is the person of the week. It's like why? Why? I'm not complaining about him. I'm just no. Like, but once like The Last of Us is over, he'll go away. He'll kind of go, and you know what though? Unless he's offered like a major movie role in between filming, he's going to. He's like he everywhere right. right now. He's. I mean, I'd love him in a rom com. Love him in a rom com. He's got such a cute personality. Trust me, I've been forced to watch every single interview with him on TikTok. Like, I can't, I just can't, I can't open up TikTok anymore. Like, I have to just, I need a break. I think I'm going to just delete him in a rom com with Anne Hathaway. I'm really liking the sound of that. Would be really good. Could we get him on Gilded Age? (laughs) (laughs) A a Spanish traveler? A Spanish traveler? A duke from Sp- what? What royalty do they have in Spain? I don't know. A duque. A duque. <laughs> I am a hello. I'm Pedro. I'm a duque from you're doing Spania. Julia's accent. I am duque. I am duque. Larsa. Um. Okay. So there's a really funny. It's not funny at all. But when uh, Hal gets off the helicopter, who's played by um. Christopher Walken. Christopher Walken. Walken. He's walking towards them and they don't expect to see him. And Catherine Zena Jones just turns and she goes, Oh, he looks good. (laughs) (laughs) She has really funny lines of movie. I mean, we've always said she has good comedic timing. She really does. She's funny. Oh, and then her. So at the very end, this movie that no one's ever seen that they're all gathering for, we find out is like a hidden cam documentary to expose actors like in their natural habitat. And obviously, John Cusack looks fine in his like portrayal. And Catherine Zeta-Jones is like the evil monster, like bitchy actress. Mm -hmm. But there's a moment in that hidden camera where she's looking in the mirror and talking to Julia? Julia Roberts. She is so good so good her like it's so nat. she's talking about how she's cheating on her husband with hank azaria and it's so natural and good when she talks about his little penis Ugh. that was so good so good she's funny because she's really really <clears throat> funny she has good timing she is re- she's just a very good actor i don't know like what she's like now i haven't really seen i didn't watch wednesday uh she was fine in wednesday she didn't really have to do much but I need to see her in like a quirky role. I need to see her in a role where she can like really do something. I just don't want to see her in a role where she has to like look ugly. And I don't think she would ever do that I for us. I do not want to see that. For some reason, Kate Winslet feels like every role that she does, she needs to look bad. And I don't know why. I appreciate that in her, but I don't need it in Catherine. <clears throat> Listen, I appreciate that she does that, but I would really like to see her in a period gown. like a beautiful period gown with like an updo and makeup like you know what i mean can we put her in the gilded age 
Her, I would literally pay a whole year's salary to see her in the Gilded Age. <laughs> Me too. When does it come out? When is Gilded Age? We haven't even gotten a preview. There's nothing. I, already, my eyes need it. They filmed it all summer in Newport, so I don't know why. I need it. Where I'm is gonna it? I'm going to rewatch it. I'm going to re I was just thinking. I, I wanted to wait until we found out when it was coming out so I could like rewatch it up to the new season, but... Oh, I need to see it, Zachy. I need to see it. I don't it. want my old friends. I want new friends. Okay, right. well, that's kind of it. So, <laughs> Do you think we can go one episode without talking about the Gilded Age? A hundred percent no. <laughs> Has anyone that <laughs> listens to the show seen the Gilded Age? You guys you know why? watched it. I think it's because, like, they showed us that actors that we would never put in a period, like, piece like that mm-hmm. can be in period film. So, like... I never would say Christine Baranti could be in a period film. I because she just she, she to me looks like plastic surgered. Mm-hmm. Maybe, but I guess she isn't. But in my mind, she just always looks like it. I think because of, of her little upturned Whoville nose. Yeah, she just looks very. She she's amazing. She in was that perfect in show. there. I mean, I'm surprised I didn't throw Melanie Linsky in there. To be quite honest with you, I think we could get a Melanie Linsky. HBO seems to just cast like the same people. Have you in seen everything. the Adrian Curry drama with Melanie Linsky? It's blowing up. Okay, can you explain this to me? Because I just saw the tweet that you sent me. Why is Adrian Curry even talking? talking. Why is she a thing? Who anymore? is Adrian Curry in this world? Literally, though. <laughs> no, like I don't understand like why she's fat. She's so Adrian Curry was a contestant on on. I almost said America's Got Talent. <laughs> oh God, Joe, Joe Pesci's twi- Joe Pesci's trending. What? Okay, it's okay. It's okay. He's it's just his 80th birthday. Oh my God. Oh my God, Sloan. Don't don't. I'm sorry. That was scary for me too. I promise. Anyway, so she says that. So Adrian Curry says that Melanie Linsky's body in The Last of Us looks like a woman of leisure, not someone who's like struggling to find food. That's paraphrased, but it's like that. And then Melanie Linsky explains, like, something about her body. It's just, like, it's... Melanie Linsky... Listen, Sloan and I just talked about this in Ever After, which you can go listen to. But Melanie Linsky was pushed into these roles as a very, very, like, attractive woman to be, like, the ugly, dumpy friend... And we were like, thank God she's like back now and she's beautiful. And we're over this hump of like telling her that she's fat and ugly. And then the second she gets this, like another big role, some like another like F list celebrity is like, but you're still fat and ugly. It's so fucking weird. It's so weird. Did she delete this tweet? I can't even find it anywhere. Adrian Curry deleted the tweet. Okay. Deleting a tweet after everyone is attacking you is such it's a like it's so like just leave it, bro. We've already seen it. It's like when Kim Kardashian released her statement about Balenciaga and then deleted it. It's like, girl, we all saw it. We all saw it. Like, please, everybody has the receipts. Come on, it's crazy. Anyway, all right, okay, that's gonna do it. We love you. So, bye, bye. You can find us at Mummy Dearest Podcast on Instagram. You can find me at Zach Mellon on Instagram and look me up on the TikTok. Okay. And you can find me at I am Sloan Steel at Oh My Erotica, Sloan Steel on Twitter, and Sloan Steel on TikTok. That's kind of it. So have a great life. Bye. Bye. Never let me say bye. Thanks for listening to the Mummy Dearest Podcast. 
See you next time. And remember, don't read from the Book of the Dead. It's not always about love. Sometimes you just need to get laid.